What is good, guys? It's Ronald Kabang, also known as UCapper from SportsMemo.com. At UCapper Sports on Twitter, got my guy Austin Wang with me at a Wang underscore HTX on Twitter. Uh, let's cap today, man. There's a whole bunch of games on the slate, Austin, but we'll see what games we want to break down here. There's there's a lot going on in the NBA, not only from today's slate, but also just all the changes that have happened in the last 24 to 48 hours. It's just crazy movement in the NBA. The West has just become sort of that beast again. Uh, Absolutely ridiculous, man. I was, I was trying to go to sleep the other night at, at 12, 12.20 a.m. and yeah. got the news that Kevin Durant got traded. And, uh, yeah, there goes there goes the sleep for the night. I ended up spending the next hour and a half reading news and then yeah. I, I scouring some books, trying to find some Phoenix futures. And, yeah, I was able to snag some uh, some stale lines there. So very happy about that. But, no, that was, that was crazy. Just a crazy well, trade uh, deadline. Yeah, what, what's one of your favorite, like – I want to say like underrated trades from yesterday. Uh, let's see. Underrated. I'm not sure. I was happy that the Rockets finally, you know, uh, traded Eric Gordon. You know, he, he gave yeah. seven great seasons and uh, uh, to us and, you know, didn't really complain much. So I'm happy he got to go uh, to, a, to a contender there in the Clippers. So ha happy that happened. But yeah, as far as just underrated trades, nothing just uh, sticks out to me. And I know, you know, one of the angles that I liked for for the, one of the games that we're going to break down with the Hornets is them trading away a Plumley, and yeah. which opens up some some uh, more minutes for uh, for Mark Williams there, which which I'll, I'll I'll chat more about there. But I don't know what uh I mean Josh Hart to the Knicks. I think that'll that'll help their defense quite a bit and and just give them another uh, versatile player that can guard multiple positions. Um, I, I'm not sure he's like completely moves the needle there, but certainly a, a nice piece without yeah, giving up too much. I feel like I feel like Hart is that guy that can be the glue guy anywhere he goes. Yeah, just the, the yeah. style of play, he can mm -hmm. be added to any rotation and just fill in and do what he needs to do right. to to produce. Right, he, that's the type of guy Josh Hart is, and I think that's why uh, there's that video of Jalen Brunson as soon as he saw <laughs> that he got he got that that Hart got traded to the Knicks. Yeah. Dude was so pumped. He was like, was really, was cool yeah. yeah, that was a dope ass moment. Um, I think one of the, I mean, there's a few underrated moves in my opinion. I think, obviously, I think um, the, the Clippers, I think they they made huge changes there. I think mm -hmm. the addition of Bowden's Highland is going to really improve their offense off the bench. Yeah. I was talking earlier on the triple double. Like, I feel like he's going to be that, that Lou Williams type guy again for the Clippers, right? Something that they've been missing for a while there off of the bench i think they they tried to bring john wall to be that guy and that just didn't work right that just didn't work um the other thing too um thomas bryant i think that the loss of bones highland was huge addition of thomas bryant i don't think it completely replaces what comes off of the bench mm -hmm. but it's much needed um, someone to replace um uh, joker when he goes to the bench right this is gonna give the, the nuggets some type of flexibility to to rest uh joker the rest of the season right give him some extra minutes on the yes. bench for a little bit so that's going to help as far as like you know freshness and health for the playoffs um i mean obviously the big trades you, everyone talked about it already it's like things that you already know right the, the durants uh, the 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 other movements and all that stuff it's it just i don't know some of the underrated moves that people teams were doing to to grab players who helped them win, mm -hmm. um, like just like subtly, like yeah. even GP coming back to the Warriors. Oh, yeah. How big was that? I mean, he was such a big part of that team last last season. 
I mean, they knew they messed up. They knew they messed up, but you know that Jay that Crowder five, to, the, to the Bucks. I think that's Jay Crowder to the Bucks. Mm -hmm. That was missing too. They lost PJ uh, PJ Tucker. That's right. That grit, that grit and defense was like missing for them. Um, mm -hmm. obviously their defensive rating is still good, uh, for the season, but it's something that I don't know, man. Like it's you can't replace that type of grit and um, right. this is a, the personality that PJ Tucker left with as well. Yeah. Jay Crowder got that same personality. Oh, yeah, sure. He's does. physical. He's he's uh, able to play defense against the, the best defenders. That puts pressure off Giannis. Oh yeah, to, to defend those uh um those tough offensive players too. Um and yeah, I, I think that Between was Portis and Crowder, man. They got two two enforcers there that can yeah yeah help yeah, yeah. yeah back That's up. Just, uh, yeah, Giannis. that was a that was a good look too. Uh, some surprise things that for me was uh the Celtics uh, not Celtics the um the Cavs they they sat. They they mm -hmm. chilled, and so it seems like they feel like they're they're good enough to go the rest of the way here with what they got. I wish they did make some moves there. Um, mm -hmm. As much as like they got length in the in the uh, front court, they don't really have a lot of length in the back court, uh, which is something that you know a lot of the teams in the West have now. Yeah. Um, another one who would say I would say. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of moves and a lot to talk about, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, Miami stayed pat too. I I don't think they really made made many moves there either. So that not really. They they just they they gave up Deadman for I think it was cap more cap space type stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not a lot of moves there either. Ah man, I can't wait for the second half of the yeah. season. It is gonna be crazy. Yeah, how fun! How fun yeah. was that trade trade deadline? Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't even cap a single game. Every time I tried to look at stuff. Uh, a new trade came, a new yeah. something new, a new angle came. Oh, yeah, I was, I was, I was at my day job. I was working uh, in a meeting from one to two, and then like when I got out, I, I swear, like there were like fifteen trades that happened. Yeah, in that one hour exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. With that said, bro, let's let's get All into right. this play here. I know you want to talk about the the Hornets and the Celtics. You did touch on it a little bit earlier about the trade with uh, for for Plumley leaving. Celtics, I mean, they kind of stayed put a little bit there. Um, what, what are your thoughts here? They picked up what, what was who's the uh, they picked up that uh, Mus, Mus, who's it, Muscala? I feel, I feel like they picked up oh, a yeah. oh, from, they, from like a, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. What are, yeah, what are no, your uh, thoughts here? Was like, yeah, the the total steamed quite a bit from from open, so it opened around 230, steamed down to two at, as low as 225, kind of settled back up at 226 with the news that Tatum is uh, likely to play. So I'm I agree with that steam um, to 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 uh, to make that total lower. The Hornets lost some key pieces, you know, Mason. Like I said, uh, Mason Plumlee got traded, and that opens up the starting position for Mark Williams, who's elite shot blocker, uh, super long wingspan, great rebounder, but still a little bit raw on the offensive end. Not the most polished score, besides you know finishing at the rim. And Hornets offense has already been struggling, 28th in the NBA for the uh, for the season, and losing Jaden McDaniels as well, another uh, scorer and, and three point shooter. I, I just don't think they'll have much uh, success against uh, the the stout Celtics defense. And mm -hmm. on on the Celtics side, you know they're going to be without Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart again, um, and and Al Horford's questionable too. Uh, but uh, Robert Williams was announced in uh, earlier, and the on off numbers show that the Celtics are. Uh, their defensive rating improves by 4.9 points per 100 possessions when he's on the court. So yeah. also add in the potential uh, blowout game script, and and I think this should keep the game under. I have this more at 222, 223, um, and and I like the under here for the the Hornets and the Celtics. Yeah, with with um, Tatum, 
upgraded to probable, would you want to, would you sort of pivot towards the, uh, the Hornets team total under, or do you, do you trust that the Celtics also struggle in this spot or, um, is just the pace of play, the factor here on the under as well. What do yeah, you I don't think the Hornets uh, team total under is a bad look either. But yeah, the, the Celtics have not been as solid offensively as they have been for the the whole season. Gotcha. Um, you know, they're only you know, I say only, but they, they're tenth in offensive rating in the last five games compared to third overall. You know, they're missing Jalen Brown, uh, Marcus Smart, their starting point guard. Um, so I mean, I I, I think that. Uh, the Celtic, and obviously with Mark Williams in, I think that improves the the team defense for the Hornets a bit. So I was looking at it from a uh, from a game total. I think it still goes under the two twenty six uh, that it's currently at. Uh, but yeah, I certainly can't argue with a, a Hornets team total either. Yeah, I mean, I think when you broke it down a little bit, that was probably the way that that we could go here. Um, I, I haven't looked at uh, at props yet, but I, I briefly saw the comment that just popped up. Uh, I think maybe some Mark Williams uh, rebound props, uh, maybe um, an angle that we can tackle uh, some value that we're getting, um, you know, in, with him in the starting position. So I may try to look at some Mark Williams rebound props um, after the show. Yeah, that's a good point there. Yeah, I'm just um... – I like that look towards the under. I was just really trusted because I this happened to me. Uh, what was it yesterday? I took the the Nuggets and the um, I took the Nuggets and Magic over. Right. So, I mean, obviously you're looking at under, but I took the Magic and the Nuggets over. Mm-hmm. I really liked the Magic yesterday. I also liked the uh, the team total over. I ended up only playing the over. The Nuggets didn't do their part. You know what I mean to to get it to go over. But th- that's why I was thinking on this side too. Like, if we like the under, what happens if if only the Hornets do their part and and yeah. not the Celtics? You know, what I mean, that's the only thing that I struggle with. But right. I do like to look towards the under there. Um, also, they're gonna the Hornets, like you said, they're gonna be shorthanded. Even the guys that they picked up, they're not gonna be able to play today. Only thing on the Celtics side, I believe, is just is just Tatum really uh, being able to show up. Uh, all the other guys that are questionable it seems like they're more doubtful than anything. Right. Um, so. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there towards the under. Uh, let's move on to – let's move on to um, – what about this the Suns game here? Let's move on to the Suns here. I know you le- have a look towards the the early part of this game here. Uh, I, I did have some angles as well on this Suns-Pacers game uh, to the under, though. Uh, maybe okay. we can uh, dive into this and see where we can get to as far as a, a play here. Uh, go ahead and talk about your early play. Just my thoughts overall, you know, I anticipate that Devin Booker is going to be in playing, uh, you know, he missed yesterday's game uh, against the Hawks. And uh, yeah, I, I think it was more just for the uh, um, injury management there. And I, there's been no news that have uh, said otherwise. So I'm expecting him to play tonight. Uh, I think what, what we've tended to see, and, and we've touched on this in a previous show was just the market in general overrating or overvaluing, um, you know, the road, back-to-back travel so I've, I've run some systems and some queries to to look at that and that team's on the second half of a back-to-back uh, on the road uh, when they lost the first game have done really well against the spread so that's Phoenix in the spot after losing to Atlanta last night uh, on the road and then now traveling to Indiana um, so with all all in all when I uh, when, with all that factored in I make this a pick them so I think there's some value on the Suns but 
Well, I was really breaking it down was the um, the first quarter. So the first quarter, let me pull up the stats real fast. I mean, the Pacers are the worst first quarter team against the spread uh, in the NBA. They mm-hmm. are 23 and 13. I'm sorry. Hold on. That's the first half. 17 and 38 against the spread in the first quarter. Uh, on the flip side, the Phoenix are one of the better teams in the first quarter, 31 and 26 against the spread. Um, just breaking it down at the home home away splits, uh, the Pacers are 8 and 21 um, in the first quarter against the spread at home. So I think there's an advantage there for the Phoenix the Suns to come out uh, early on and take advantage of – uh, the Pacers would struggle in that spot. And I think with the back-to-back, uh, there may be a tendency for the Suns to have that fatigue get ki- kick in later on in the game, especially when they're shorthanded. None of, their, uh, none of the new trade acquisitions are going to be uh, playing just yet. So uh, I'm taking them early. I'm looking at them early in the game. Uh, Phoenix first quarter, I think I saw it at plus or at, at a pick earlier. So uh, I like that spot quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, right? The the Pacers really struggle in that first quarter in general. It did flip last night when I was looking at this game. They were they were the dogs actually, and now they they flipped over to the favorites here. I think for the most part, it's just probably because a lot of the players on the Sun side aren't probably not going to play. Um, the one thing though is the the Booker Booker being questionable at this moment, not knowing whether or not he's going to play. Do we have any updated news? I mean, shout, uh, to the chat if you guys see anything, let us know. But from the last I saw, he's definitely just pure questionable not even upgraded to probable or anything like that he did rush yesterday so i would i would think he wanted he would play today in my opinion um that, that's what i was thinking as well but of course you know that's that's just speculating and, and i'm not 100 yeah. sure they haven't come out with any news yeah so pacers, the the pacers here to back that first quarter they're they're minus 4.3 at home in general against the pacers if we look at another thing too on the Pacers side that sort of points to the to the under is the first leg of back to back games here. Um, they're eight and three to the under in this spot here, and look at that first quarter average. Not whether or not they're at home or on the road, they're struggling in that first the first quarter there. Gotcha. Um, the other piece is on the Sun side that back the under here. They're on the road, off a road, um, on the road off a road loss. It doesn't seem like a lot, right? It's six and six, but if you look at their average scoring here, it's one ten and about one eleven, and then one oh nine for them. For the most part, even these, these a lot of these totals are low, uh, mm-hmm. which is why uh, some of these overs are coming into play here. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. It's, I just feel like I feel like it would be an under type game here. Obviously, a lot of missing pieces on both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, on Sun side, uh, Pacers too, man. You would expect after Halley came back that a lot of the offensive efficiency would come back too. But it's been a few games now, and they're still struggling on the offensive side of the ball. If we look at the last five games, uh, 107.7, that's 27th in the league. I think he's been back for like three to four games now since he came back from the injury. So, yeah, the, being able to – you know, the expectancy of him really improving that offense as soon as he came back hasn't really uh, blossomed to, to in my opinion. So I see both teams struggling offensively here. Uh, Suns on the defensive side of the ball, they still continue to play well, even whether or not they're shorthanded. Uh, eighth in defensive rating in the last five games. So 
Yeah, man. Only way that I could look is toward the under. I, I can't talk you off of that Suns first quarter either, but just because. Yeah, I think you make a good point. Yeah, the Suns yeah. defense is good, and then you know, you know, with Chris Paul, he's going to try to prevent the Pacers from playing their style of basketball, right? Which is getting into transition, you know, fast breaks, and you know, you know, the Suns like to play slow, and and I think you know it, it'll be to their advantage if they keep it that way. So I, I expect them to kind of try to force the Pacers into a more half court style of play, uh, which yeah. could work uh, to obviously to your uh look on the under uh pacers at home what what is sq uh eris well, what is your question there can you get a sq on the total not really sure what the sq means um but the average 117.1 at home allow 115.4 uh, maybe we look at not, not conference Like they're, I mean, they're down in that spot in the first quarter. There, mm-hmm. a lot of high totals here. A lot of high totals. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what your question is, Eris, but that that would be the the, the numbers for the Pacers at home. All right, let's move on to another one here. Kings. I know a lot of people. Hold on a second. I know the Kings here, there was some movement in this game recently just because Luka was uh, called that he was going to play, and then all of a sudden now he's not going to play. So there was movement there. Um, Austin, we took advantage of the slower books here. We got the plus one. Mm-hmm. Do, we, do we just kind of look the other way now and, and just like see if we can middle it? Or, or or do we take, I mean, or do we just stick with our plan here? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm... I tend to lean towards my original because I, I like Sacramento to begin with. I, I, I really like fading the Mavericks off a win. You know, they got that great win against the Clippers. Kyrie played well in his first game. But, you know, the, the Mavericks are 7-20 and 20 against the spread uh, after off a win. And I specifically like the Kings' uh, first-half angles. Um, they're 16-10 and 10, uh, in the first half against the spread at home. Uh, the, the Mavericks are 9-17. and 17. Um, against the spread in the first half on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought there was an advantage there for the Kings to um, uh, to have some value against a Mavericks team that, you know, will be without Luka, uh, still trying to integrate Kyrie into the lineup. Uh, I, I think they got a short-term boost of energy with Kyrie first joining uh, the team, but um, I, I still tend to favor the Kings, especially in the first half here. I, I, I really liked it. Originally, when um, when Luca was going to be announced in and he was probable to play, I just thought there would be some um, chemistry issues to begin with, with the with the Mavericks trying to integrate uh, both Irving and and Doncic um, together and trying to see like kind of who's the the alpha dog here. And mm-hmm. and I thought they would they would get off to a slow start. So I was kind of using that angle uh, to favor the first half. But with Luca out, still like the Kings in the first half. I, I think um, that's the angle I'm going to back. But yeah, if it gets yeah, as far as the plus one, yeah, if it keeps that, that was a pretty dramatic jump all the way to what minus four now in favor mm-hmm. of the Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think that's a good opportunity to try and middle it, um, hedge out of your risk and, and open yourself up for a, a middle opportunity there. Mm-hmm. But I'm still sticking with the for the full game at least. I, I still like the first half, uh, with the, with the Kings. And I'm going to stick with that as one of my plays. I like that. I like that first half. There, you look at you look at the map. Obviously, their their roster has changed a little bit. Um, but if you look at that first half, they're losing by a pretty large margin. There, if you if you look at that last mm-hmm. game here mm-hmm. against the Clippers that they ended up winning, 
They scored 41 points in that first quarter. And look at the rest of the game here, 19-21. They did score 29 in the fourth uh, to 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 get to seal that victory. But for the most part, um, this might be seem like an outlier here yeah. for them starting that game. So I would I would I would think that they they struggled to open this one up. I think that's a good look on your side here. If we look at the Kings as Kings as home favorites, even though they struggle uh, to to cover the spread on the full game perspective, they are typically up at at half. Their mm-hmm. average uh, margin there uh, plus three, and we're looking at a line here at minus two. So you probably only have to win by one point, right, uh, to get that first half. <clears throat> Well, now the, the line's moved quite a bit. Uh, it's at minus two and a half Sacramento. So, yeah, tough to to give that out as an official release at the moment. Mm-hmm. You may have to go back and, and rework some of those numbers and, and and think about it a little bit more. But certainly, yeah, what, what we got it at earlier. Uh, happy with the thing about the Kings, look, at they had a whole bunch of unders in a row. Now they hit three overs. <laughs> so that total is kind of inconsistent. But I did see how – they do in the first leg of uh, first leg of back to back games is they they actually been going a lot under. Yep, yep, I noticed that too, and I think really it was just more like perception and market perception was there. Those totals were really high for a stretch of those games, like, you know, two forties, high two thirties. But yeah, I think market sort of you know seen their performance over the last couple of weeks and and they've adjusted it accordingly. So I think, I think the total also tells us that might this might go under or or the the Mavs will struggle offensively here too. Okay, yeah. So what what is it at 233 and a half right now? Uh let's look at Oh no, actually that's just right. It was at 235, 236. Okay, then it came sure. back down um after the Luca news, so uh it's down to 234. I, I would man, I wish I got the number at the under there uh lines also moved to three and a half too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but i could i could probably only look towards the under in this spot as well all right let's move well ybb put something here let me try to put that on there maybe it's on this game p am i really got to type this out ybb you need to send it to me Between the threes, you can't copy and paste, Ronald. Not on the comment. The hell? All right. Says take the kings. That's all I need to see. (laughs) So line between the threes. Well, it's not between the threes anymore. Uh, that's true. I, I can't copy and paste from. I can't. I can't. I can't. Not on my side. But just a letdown spot for for the Mavericks. They won two road games outright as underdogs, and you know I think uh, you know some some of my systems tell me that's a uh, that's been historically a good fade too. All right. So late. So I took out the between the threes and I just put the dog because they're not they're not three they're not a three point dog anymore. It's at four. So if you look at this, just changing that to the dog, it's still pretty good. 422 straight up, 816 and 2 ATS. Also to the under. Man, let's go. <laughs> Kings, it's actually active on the... Oh, I like this a lot because I like the Grizzlies too earlier. I don't really have a play on the Blazers, though. Well, uh, Blazers have... Why do you for sharing this one? Because that, that helps my angles on the other, a couple other games. 
Well, the Blazers, I, I didn't play this one, at least not yet, but I, I did have a system for uh, double same-season revenge uh, favoring the Blazers. They lost already twice to the Thunder uh-huh. uh, earlier this season. So, um, yeah, one of the systems of backing the Blazers. But it's hard to, to back them right now with uh, so many injuries and, and new players and, mm-hmm. and trades. So um, I kind of hit the pause button on that one. But uh, yeah systems and uh tell me to take the blazers there i like that i'm gonna already well we already took the kings on the slow line so i'm probably just gonna stick with that but this makes me want to look again to the under here more more on the Mavs king side i mean yeah didn't you have something on like really high totals just i i think you were saying the other day like Totals of 240 or more? Are, are, yeah, totals of 240 or more have been going under at a high rate. I think the last one did go over, so that streak went away. But let's look at that real quick. Well, this is not 240, but it's pretty close. It's at 239.5 right now. But, yeah, pretty high. A little. Um, I think it's a little too high. Uh, I think both of them just came off of close games. It did, it did go under. It ended up going under. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, look at this huge under streak right there. Let's just put a date on it so it's easier to see. So since January eighteenth, seventeen and two to the under when there's a total of two forty or greater. I like like you mentioned though, it did go under already a little mm-hmm. bit, so we lost a little bit of value there um but for the most part man I, I could i could only look towards the under this game too a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of um roster implications just because of all the all the players going off right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. um and i think i think one angle i had is they both came off of like really close games uh and just you know they, they're fatigued they you know came oh. off an emotional game like portland with the, the three-point slim margin win over the warriors and you know the thunder off the game against the the lakers that Ended up closer than it was most of the game. Um, so, yeah, just like kind of taking that into consideration. Um, may not be as sharp offensively the this following game. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe I, I might I might take a look at the under. I, I'm not I'm not sure yet. I haven't thought about it too much. But uh, definitely had systems for Portland and the under there. All right. So for that game, the last game that we just talked about, the Mavs and the Kings, obviously we were leaning towards the Kings side. Uh, also, now to the, to the under, I think there's some support there for the under as well. Let's move on to another game. We just talked about the yeah, Suns. What about the the Bucks-Clippers? I think a lot of people are going to want to talk about this game here, the Bucks and the Clippers. I do have a, a big angle on the on the Bucks side here. A lot of so a lot of for this game here, I just feel like it's a, a contrarian look because a lot of the trends are will probably back the Clippers from a spread standpoint. But one league-wide trend that I that I have here, um, where is it now? To to back the Bucks, and I like league-wide more so than the team trends when it goes, you know, as far as priority goes. So this one backs the Bucks. Oh hey hey hold on. Breaking yeah. news. <laughs> it says Giannis probable Friday. Oh, so, so he's in. Probable. So um That's good. I like it better than questionable. <laughs> well, he got downgraded because now he's actually on the list. Yeah. Right, yeah, well, not, yeah, sorry to interrupt. Just uh oh, that's not good. That, that's good to know. 
So season equals 2020, sorry, 19, I think. And, um, dang it. Well, well Chris Middleton's play. out. Oh, okay. As long as Giannis plays, I think I'll be good to go. No. So, but the, at least, at least the line is going to move in the direction of the Clippers a little bit more. So, if we look at this here, this is just saying in the last 10 games, they've had eight road games in a row. Oh, not in a row, sorry. At eight out of the last 10 games, they have eight road games. If you look at it, this 38.3% 30, uh, fades by 75, 121, and 1 against the spread. That's saying to fade the yeah. Clippers here. But if you put the situation where they're at home, right, uh, then they go, it moved to 34.9%, so more mm -hmm. of a fade on the Clippers side, 44, 82, and 1 against the spread. Now we see that they're going back-to-back -back at home. The second game, home game in a row. Again, it even moves a little bit further. Six and sixteen straight up, five and seventeen ATS um, to fade the Clippers here yeah. and go towards the Buck side. Uh, to me, it, it, it does make sense to me. I, I do like the fact that Middleton is out. To be honest, uh, I think um, that's just going to give us more points uh, to to grab the Bucks. I think this is a spot that the Bucks take advantage of. I, I think the line was kind of funky to begin with, just probably because, like you said earlier before the show. I think you think you, you thought that someone was going to sit on the Bucks side. I was like, I don't know who's going to sit. Now Middleton is out, and then the the line's probably going to shift just like a, maybe a point, uh, at most probably, uh, especially if Giannis does play. And then yeah, um, I'm not sure. I'll, we'll we'll see how it goes, but I think it probably had built in a probability that that Giannis didn't play, and then mm -hmm. and a probability that Middleton didn't play, and 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 all that. But now that one of them's playing, one of them not, it probably mm -hmm. could could have some offsetting impacts on the lines. I mean, I think it's moved towards the Bucks just a little bit. It was at two and a half earlier. Now I'm seeing twos and one and a halfs out there. Mm -hmm. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Giannis, like like you mentioned earlier, is is the the big key there. Not not so much uh, Middleton as he hasn't played all that much this season, regardless. Uh, yeah, more of the impact there, and I think that probably may. I don't think if you you'd get a better price on the Bucks at this point. I mean, now that he's probable, uh, I, I mean, I I don't think you'd. There's probably going to be that initial move to the yeah. I, Kemp Kemp just brought it up too. I just brought it up. Um, there's probably going to be an initial move towards the Clippers, but I'm I'm going to expect like there's going to be some buyback, to be honest. Because like you said, the, I think the line was already there to say that someone was going to sit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it's probably going to shift a little bit initially, and then um, some guys are going to buy back. But this is the rest, Bucks rest uh, on on no rest, back to back, mm -hmm. five and one straight up, five and one against the spread. What up, Ski? Thanks for joining. What up? What up? Uh, we're so, just breaking. We're finishing up this this Bucks Clippers game. I know. I think you were on the Clippers side. You're on the opposite side on this one, if I remember correctly. Uh, well, I haven't read it yet, but oh, okay. I have a, I have something that you can pull that yeah. says to back the Clippers today. Yeah, go ahead. Um, road dog off five straight wins, and they have a better win percentage than their opponent, and since 2014. <clears throat> and uh, I like, I kind of like the under more though. Uh, more I'm thinking about it, just because they don't have Kawhi. Um, and both of the way these teams trend as far as home road splits, they're combined mm -hmm. 39 and 13 to the under. Mm -hmm. So here in Middleton is out. Um, I'm opening up my accounts and seeing where that number is going. Well, you said road dog against a road dog 
um, on a five-game win streak, and they have a better win percentage than their opponent. Yeah, no, those home away splits definitely favor the under like, like crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I sh when I shared the uh, the the trend in the in the chat on the back to back no rest uh, in LA, I wanted to share that with you. But after looking at the splits, I'm like, no, nah, I'm I can't. I can't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Did you see the one that I shared earlier, Ski, in the chat? The one that faded the Clippers. Um, no. You didn't. Uh, I'll show it again. I like Who that angle, though, Ronald. That makes a lot of sense. The whole yeah. like you know being on the road for for a long time. It's simple. It's you know, it makes sense. And and I think yeah, there's a lot to that, man. I think yeah, that that road trip too. They were coming from the east, mm -hmm. and uh, I talk about this on the show before that. Um, the coaches they mentioned when they go from east to west back home, it's the second game back where they hit the hit the um the jet lag uh, when they travel. And this is the second game back at home. So that's why I looked at it from um, uh, H, a home and then previous game home. So this one, Ski says uh, the last 10 games, they were on the road for eight games. And then this is the second game back home. Uh, fade fade spot from 2019, 5-17 uh, ATS, sets to back the Bucks here. And that's why I'm going with them. But uh, we just talked about Middleton is now out. So we're going to get more, probably going to get more points for the Bucks here too. Oh, that that's probably that's gonna be the way that I go in that one. That's good enough to keep me off of the side. I'll just play under two twenty seven. The under does look sp uh, spot on. I think someone else just mentioned it too. Oh yeah, Euphoria mentioned the under there. Um, what what other we talked about? Ski, we talked about Hornets, Celtics. We talked about the the Mavs, Kings. We talked about Suns. We talked about Suns Pacers. Yep. Austin? Yeah, Suns Pacers, and then just this game here. Uh, do you have anything to add to those, or, or is there a game that you want to break down here? Well, if you guys already talked about them, I'll just roll with a, a different game. Yeah. Um, let's go. Let's go to the next game. Since we'll do it the the less cap style, since we're already on here. Yeah, know? let's do it. Just uh, talk next, out. Uh, I know. I think uh, Austin is probably on you with uh, with you on this one too. Uh, go ahead and break it down, Ski. Well, I have. Uh, I like the side and I like the total, but. We'll just we'll start with the total. So you can put, and Austin definitely knows this one. That if you know, you know under. <laughs> yep, yep. You have that one already. It's the date, um, you know, date and previous date. I don't know how to say it, but it's so basically, it's like yeah, the, their their last head to head matchup was within uh, the last week, and uh, if it's a rematch from a game they played in in uh, within the last week, and the yeah. total is less than the the previous matchups total. It's really strong to the under. I could pull it up right now. Can you? Uh, is it? Send it to you. Hold on. Is it this one? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's so, yeah, pretty pretty similar. But yeah, just a variation of this. You know, it doesn't even like I've I've noticed you don't even have to put that previous matchup went under. You know, as long as the total is less than the previous game total, it's a, uh, um, it's pretty strong to the under. So yeah, that's a that really is strong since 2013. Yeah. So um. Put, put, I just want to uh, put some things together because it's another little system that I have. When I add it together with this one, it does a little bit even better. Yeah. So I just add the previous under back and then add that it's a division game and that they're on an under streak. Who is the home team or the? The home team is on an under streak. One, one game under? 
Um, it's just damn. Let me see. It was. I well, I mean, just one game under. If they're the last over game under streak, game. over under streak less than or equal to zero. That's how it's typed out. Oh, okay. So uh, you should get thirty nine and twelve. My screen is a little bit glitchy to the uh, under. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah, thirty nine and twelve. Damn. So, and then if you if you move it to um, 2014, 01-24, like the date, yeah. rather than season, you should come up with uh, 36 and 8 to the under. So I was looking at that, and I'm just putting two systems together. That's why I'm doing it like this and just seeing how yeah, they yeah. do. That makes sense. Combined situation. And if you also look, because so far this season, when the road team is on the front end of a back-to-back, they're about 57.6% to the under. So um, – I think I added that, and you have five games since 2019. The last five, they all went under. Um, average total was 221.8, went under by about 12 points per game. So all the things I look at individually, when I put them together, you know, seems like I should be playing the under in this game. And if you just look at the recent performance for both of these teams, you have a Knicks team playing the slowest pace in the league the last five games. Sixers also bottom 10 in pace in that same span. Both teams top 10 defending the perimeter. So I just see everything matching up for less points yeah that's a good point do we know who's going to be playing i mean as far as like uh players that got traded the, is hart going to be in today he's not right he was game time let me see i saw up in a i saw him in a lineup earlier but i don't think i've gotten actual confirmation that he's playing tonight but hmm. i don't see why not but yeah just last game they played it was 108 97 total of 205 points Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they've already played each other three times this season, so there's a good familiar familiarity with one another. So yeah, yeah. no, I, all that favors the under here. So I'm with you, Ski. I'm with love you. it. All right, good stuff on the under. Do you you have a look on the side? Is it the Sixers? Um, no, it's not the Sixers, but uh, uh-huh. you can put, you can keep that same first portion of the uh, thing where it says that date, previous yeah. date, lesson seven, and then just add that it's a road dog with the rest advantage. That won the previous matchup as a dog. We take the total out. Yeah, take everything else out. And this one is you can take the date out too. Okay. I don't. I don't think you need the playoffs either, but it doesn't hurt to have it. Okay. Is that it? Yep, you got AD, it. AD, PDW, okay. 12 and 21 and 12. Yeah, and pretty much the Knicks just been playing really good basketball lately. I mean, if you look at this point spread number, they would have covered it seven of their last eight games. They've been the better rebounding team. They've been the better offensive team. So yeah. I think they can keep it close. And also, Philly just came off a game where they I'm sure they cared about that Celtics game a lot more than they care about this game tonight. And it would be a better sandwich spot if, you know, Nets didn't make all those trades and all that stuff, but yeah. Ben Simmons is still over there on the Nets. I think they care more about that game tomorrow. So I think it's a sandwich spot for Philly, and I think the Knicks can take advantage again tonight. Yeah, the, the second, uh, the first leg of back to backs is is tough for the Sixers. I think Pistons smash, but man, I want to look at that game. I'll, we'll look at that game uh, right after this, Mastoni, because I want to get on the on that game. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was actually leaning towards the Sixers side, and uh, this is this is actually why. So I looked at the Sixers here at home against teams with a winning record. It seems like they play up to their opponents 
uh, at this point. 11 and no straight up, 9 and 2 against the spread. Um, but I don't know, with a lot of the trade implications going on as well, it just, it's just really funky. They did lose, uh, uh, failed to cover two of the last three. So maybe it's a, a trend that, that's going in the opposite direction. Uh, I did not play this one. I wasn't too, I wasn't 100% comfortable on it. Did you have a look on this one, Austin, from the side perspective? No, not at all. None of my systems were were active on it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I like both teams. I think both teams have been playing pretty well. So I didn't, I didn't really have a spot. I was just looking at that under there. Yeah, look at. Not, yeah, not a lot to see as far as that. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I couldn't talk you off that just because I don't have any strong edges on the other than that trend there. Nothing really strong on the Sixer side, um, or nothing really strong to fade the Knicks either. Uh, but I do like that under now a lot more after you break, broke that down. Uh, let's go on to this Pistons one. I, I do want to get on the Pistons some for some in some way because they're like like uh, uh, Mastoni said, like who is available on that Spurs side? There's literally a G League team right now um, playing on the Spurs side. I think I saw that Devontae Graham is actually going to play today. He's probably, I mean, but I don't know, man. There's really nobody there, to be honest. Uh, even Pearl, Pearl Johnson is out. Yeah, everybody's out. Uh, so I can't, I can't see anything else but the Pistons here. One way that one thing that I saw on the Pistons side, they, uh, they do struggle at home. But if you look at it more specifically, at home versus teams with a losing record. actually become a, a winning team <laughs> seven and four straight up seven three and one ats seven four to the over one way that i was trying to look at it was really to the pistons team total over um because we know the spurs defense just struggle a lot um so i was looking towards the pistons team total over or just the spurs i mean uh, the pistons against the spread did you guys have any angle on this one at all it's a bum fight, man. I didn't want to uh, – 11 games, I didn't spend too much time on this one. I just thought it was simple. Spurs haven't covered a game in like three weeks or a month. Why would I put my money on them? That's what I'm saying. Pass. Look at that shit. Like, that's crazy. That's just crazy. I was eyeing the over or like an early over. They Both teams are uh, heavy to the over in the first quarter and first half and, and you know, both have piss poor defenses. So I was kind of looking at an early over. But with all those injuries for the Spurs, I was – I didn't – I didn't have confidence in, in any of their players, uh, you know, helping contribute to that over. So, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. like a Pistons team total uh, might make sense there. Um, Here's but, the uh, other thing, dude. Like, because I was, I was looking at where the Pistons offensive rating was the last five games. They're dead last. But if you look at who they played the last three games, they played like top 10 defenses the last three games. So it's uh, the Cavs, right, Celtics, and the Suns. I mean, obviously their offense is going to struggle against those teams. So I think this is a spot here where the their their scoring is probably going to be undervalued. And, and I want to do I do want to take the Pistons in some way, and I think it's probably going to be that team total. Ah, that that's probably the only way that I could go here. Spurs can't talk you off. Spurs been giving up like 125 points, 126 points per game in the last two weeks. So can't talk you off, bro. Yeah. I'm going to look at it a little bit more. I haven't placed it, but, man, that's I, I want to get on that game because I want to fade the Spurs in some way. I have a question on the game, and also I sent you a, a thing where we could start with it. Um, yeah. Uh, is it in the Twitter Twitter chat? or Yeah, uh, Twitter chat. 
really is two games that is active on. And I have really the same question about both, but I want to talk more about like the Houston and, and Miami game. We got Austin here anyway. Let's talk a little bit of Houston Rockets. <laughs> uh, let's move on to that game then real quick. Let's go Rockets. Wait, actually, didn't you say something about this game earlier? I feel like, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to find a way to, you know, yeah, fade the Rockets, fade my beloved Rockets. Um, but yeah, I don't know, just a young team going into Miami, especially <laughs> of all places, just uh, on the road. Uh, I've, I've seen, I don't have any stats to back it up, but just seeing teams and young teams in that situation struggle a bit, especially early. Um, you know, the Heat, uh, they've, they've been pretty good with the assist to turnover ratio uh, last several games. So that's, you know, one angle I like to, to bet and over. And the Rockets have the worst defense in the league. And, and the turnover discrepancy, the Heat forces the most, the highest uh, turnover percentage of their opponents. The Rockets have the highest turnover percentage, commit the highest turnover percentage. So um, just one of those aspects where I, I i saw there was a lot of advantages for the heat but i wasn't willing to lay the 12 point spread um i, I was more looking maybe at like a, a heat team total over in the first half they do most of their scoring in the first half 52 52 percent of their points um their total points come in the first half and they usually slow the pace down in the second so mm -hmm. that's sort of where i was looking and leaning but i i don't have a, a play yet i was looking at that first half miami team total mm -hmm. or maybe like a, a miami first quarter spread but it, it was at four and a half earlier something that i wasn't comfortable with laying uh, in the yeah. first quarter either so yeah cool. maybe like a first half team total but i don't know what were y'all thinking well this one looks like it's pointing towards the rockets here Ski. okay is that, is that the way that you were looking um well I, that one is saved as an overtrend um oh, but okay. But um, I know it hasn't been doing maybe that great lately. But um, I just think this total has came down too much. It's came mm -hmm. all the way down to 219 and a half or 220. Mm -hmm. I just – I mean, the Rockets have been going over – their games have been reaching like 250. Like, That's super low. They haven't mm -hmm. been playing any defense at all. So I just disagree. I think it's come down too much. And to have this system on there um, to back me up, I think I should take a stab at the over in this game. And I like the Rockets – actually instead of the heat just because for one i mean the heat haven't been covering i mean they win games they don't cover mm -hmm. um and now you're expecting them to win by double digits when they have a game the next day so let's let's type this one in rc if you can yeah um oh before next, you, which one is this uh this one is okay all right so ou margin greater than 10 okay so, so three, so this one says three points in the last yeah, so this one says three of the last 10 game wait Three of the last three games, oh, three games in a row, they've mm -hmm. gone over their the total by yep. 10, 10 or, or more than 10 points. Yep. And their yep. opponent also went over. So it's just kind of like that that streak there, both teams going over. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. with you on the over there. I, I do like that over as well. All right, Ski, what, what was it? Love hearing that because uh, I just need a little bit of backup on that one. <laughs> um, next rest equals zero and uh, a favorite, a double-digit favorite. So laying big points and you got to play again the next day and season, I think it's season greater than or equal to 2019. And some support there for the over. Um, yes, for the over, but also, I mean, it should, it's support for the over as well. And also, I mean, it says to fade. fade the heat. Like, I just don't think you should be laying points in this situation with a team who already doesn't cover. And they yeah. got to play again tomorrow. So that's why I like both of those plays. 
Here's here's one thing, Skeez, to to fade the the Rockets here. Um, I mean, just just want just because I want to share what what some of the details that I I looked at. But if you look at the um the, the Rockets this season, and uh, they allowed 130 points or more in the, their previous game. Mm-hmm. They just continue to struggle in that spot. Uh, 0 six straight up, one and five ATS. This is just like their their defense is just so bad right now that um, I mean even the even the Heat who who continue to struggle uh, covering games. Uh, it just it, I don't know, man. It just is really tough. Four and one, four one and one to the over though, so it does support the over there. Um, I just don't I don't know. I mean, some of these teams obviously they're higher pace. Yeah, that's why I was looking towards a team total angle there, just just because I wasn't trusting the Heat to to cover such a large spread. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's kind of why I was. Do, I was do like, you think the Rockets? Well, what is the Rockets' pace? Have they been playing at a faster? Twelve pace? last five games. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I'll be on there. I'll add both of those. I like I like the Rockets and I like the over. Dude, that system that had the over is also active on OKC in Portland, um, and that's another total that's dropping right now. Mm-hmm. Did you oh, guys talk over? about that one? OKC yeah. in Portland. No, we didn't. I don't think we did talk. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Talked a bit. OKC okay, like the over in Portland. No, you know what? We were on like, a we were on the Mavs Kings, and then we talked about a trend that had the the OKC game in it. So I don't think we actually broke it down. Right. Gotcha. I, Man, yeah, I, yeah, we, yeah. We didn't really break it down too much, but I, I did share just a trend favoring uh, the the Trailblazers, who are off a double same season revenge spot uh, against the Thunder, and and I was favoring the under a bit. Okay. Um, you know, uh, Ronald and I were talking about just high totals in general. I mean, it was yeah. above two forty at one point, and he, sh- Ronald, shared a, a trend uh, that was uh, totals above two forty. Uh, we're really strong to the under lately. And then my my angle on the under was I had a system that was like two teams coming off like really close games, um, just uh, playing against one once another, just a little fatigue, uh, letdown spot, so um, more conducive to the under there. So yeah, okay, no strong. Uh, yeah, this uh, one was tough though because because a lot of the team trends really do point towards the over for the mm-hmm, most part, right? Uh, but but this one here, just the, the total being at two forty earlier. Made me look towards the under, but now it's under 240. Maybe that threshold is gone. Um, it, it could be a situation where they're they're going to be really close to this because we know we know uh, the Blazers. They score a lot of they they definitely score a lot more points at home than they do on the road. Uh, I think they average like 10 more points at home than they do on the road. Let's see real quick. I know both teams the last two weeks their games are averaging more than 240. Yeah, I could see I could see that. So really. Damn, they're giving up a lot. Thunder team, uh, opposing team total wow. over has gone over in seven straight. Yeah, sheesh. Yeah. yeah, without Nurk, Nurkic in there, I mean, they're gonna be pretty sh- short-handed today too. Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. So they got so Blazers at home. They score one nineteen point six per game. On the road, they only average one ten. So their offense really does a lot better at home too. So I, I mean. I know some of the the league wide trends probably point to the under, but it seems like this is an overplay. Outlier, huh? Yeah, yeah I mean, one of those outliers. 
I, I might have to roll with this one too. I like it. The 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 over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't talk to you. Look at look at this on the Blazers side. If you look at Blazers, and they're the home fave. Right, thirteen and six to the over. But if you go a little bit deeper, and we say it's a conference game. Uh, oh, 11, 11 and geez. one to the over. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> the over, definitely averaging over two forty, and there's no OTs in there, so we're not getting any inflated numbers uh, on these averages. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I man, I could only look towards the over uh, as much as I see some wide trends pointing to the under. Algebra, the algebra, yeah, the algebra, <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh yeah, it's like man, this guy's this guy's in my in my uh, he's in my notes right now, Kemp. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I can only look towards the over there. There's even some other stuff on the Thunder side that points to the over. Uh, road dogs versus teams in a, uh, with a losing record. I'm sold, man. I think I got uh, my plays. <laughs> this actually points to the, look at the Thunder ATS on this spot too. A and one ATS seven two to the over. Oh, they they they've just been a beast against the spread in general, man. In they, general, yeah, definitely one of the top ones. Um, oh, yeah. My bad. I don't want to skip, but I want to ask you guys another question. Yeah, go ahead. D'Lo gone from Minnesota. They didn't like that guy. You think they're gonna play better now? You think they're a play on? Oh, man, Who, who's gonna start in this place? Conley, right? Conley. I mean, is he gonna be active today? Because you're talking about today's game, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Is is he going to be active today? Revenge game against Grizzlies. Oh, <laughs> that's the problem, but because I I like the Grizzlies. All right, let me let me look at this. So we didn't talk about this yet. So let's talk about it. I didn't have an opinion. Just the new players on both sides, and yeah, I, I didn't have a, a strong take on this one. So I'll let y'all. My opinion is the Wolves have been playing better basketball lately. As far as they've been a better offense team, they've been a better rebounding team. Grizzlies have not even been covering the last three weeks. So why would we lay? seven points expecting them to win by multiple possessions here mm -hmm. um Damn. is it just because they have two days rest compared to one that's not enough for me to get on the grizzlies until they get steven adams back into the lineup and start to you know show me that consistency i'm not yeah. laying points with them i'm looking to fade them oh man yeah i mean you make a good point there obviously they haven't been covering consistently lately especially ever since adams has been gone look at their offenses numbers here as home favorites under the team total in five straight, I just feel like there's like a lot of stuff going on on the opposite side, on the Wolves side, as far as like the roster movement and in, yeah. in, uh, fluctuation there. So I, I just felt like this was a spot that they could finally get get it together. So if we look at, I think they just have a lot. They have a lot of questionables, right? Kyle Anderson's questionable, Conley's questionable, Gobert's questionable. So just yeah. a few question marks here. Yeah, that could contribute to some uncertainty. Definitely, man. Tavares when did when did Adam Adams got injured on the against the Cavs? Right? Was it wasn't it against the Cavs? They ended up winning that game, but then they start to lose after that. I can't remember. It's been a little while now. Look at all their unders. Fuck. I, yeah, I don't want to like you. You talk about it too, man. Like catching that falling knife. As much as I want to, <laughs> as much as I want to, like I'll probably just stay away. But the Grizzlies, I mean, they have that revenge, right? Isn't it? Didn't the Wolves win that last game? Um, the Grizzlies, so. yeah, Grizzlies are, they, have, are in a revenge spot there. Yep. Okay, you, 
I mean, just as oh, easy oh, as oh. that, you could probably talk me off. I thought you was about to come with a fuck it play. Nah, I like, nah, don't do that. I Two things I've learned. Two things I learned this year the most is don't say fuck it and play. <laughs> the other one is don't go against the contrarian play of the day. Yeah. Those are the two that it's I'm evil. not. Because we were on we were on tip off the other day, and we both went against the contrarian play of the day. And we both lost. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> um. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. See, now that I said fuck it, I'm not gonna play it. Now they're gonna cover. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I'll just stay off that game. Uh, anything else? I feel like we went through a lot of the slate. I didn't think we were yeah. gonna go through everything. I think I settled on my plays from from uh for the day from from our show. Yeah. Uh, what is one? Did we talk? I feel like we talked about every single game. We have. We definitely talked. Oh, Jazz and Raptors, the only one. But I didn't have it really anything. Yeah, I'll pass on, on that. that one. Did you have yes. anything on that ski? No. Nope. Don't I want anything go. to do with it. Uh, oh, wait. Well, play. I say over. Lean over just because um, the Jazz look like a team who they already haven't been playing defense. And in, a, in the future with the players they have, I don't see them playing any defense. Still a good offensive team that can shoot the three well and going up against a team who doesn't defend the three well. So it was just a lean to the over. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I just don't want to bet anything with the Raptors because only reason why I don't want to bet anything with the Raptors is just because uh, they were they were supposed to be a sell a selling team, and they ended up buying. So I don't know where the the players are mentally. You know, guys that they thought were going to get traded. I want to see if they're going to be able to stick together and kind of get through this part. That's the that's the toughest part to me during the trade deadline. I'm gonna take this off because we're not, we're done. Um, the toughest part to me about the trade deadline, guys, is players who expect it to be traded, right? Now they're, they they have uh, mentally they're going to be like, all right, I'm about to be on a new team now. I can't wait to be to be out of here. Now they're still here. Like, how do you how do you play for this team um, at a high level? Like you felt like you wanted to leave. You know what I mean? That's that's one thing that I was thinking about. Uh, and like obviously OG was on the trading block. A lot of people talked about Van Vliet and Seattle, like pretty much their whole. Almost their whole starting lineup uh, was like rumored to be on the block. So I just don't know where they are mentally. And that's why I stayed away from this game for the most part. Also, Jazz just sold too. So I don't know where they are either mentally. Um, well, what are you guys? Uh, Ski, you weren't here earlier when we were talking about some of the trades. Uh, what are some of the, the underrated moves um, on from the trade deadline, you think? Um underrated moves um i will say i think josh hart will be pretty good in new york i mean he already has chemistry with brunson over there and and you know thibodeau likes guys who likes to play defense and he'll definitely give effort on that side so i think he'll be a nice addition to their team um i'm hoping cam reddish can start to finally do better because you know he if you talk or, li- or not talk, but if you listen to the guys talk about him in the league, like yeah. everybody says, like he was a bucket. He's so hard to guard and all this stuff. And you just don't see it in the NBA. So I just think he needs to be in the right situation and then he could shine. So I'm hoping that for him. And I mean, obviously I love the Lakers moves. I'm not going to talk the about Lakers the trade did. deadline and not talk about yeah. the Lakers. <laughs> the crazy thing is, uh, you know, that uh, I was on a triple double earlier and then um, uh, my partner Matt mentioned. So after the Lakers made the big trades, right. They were they moved to it was like plus four hundred or way way down and then after the KD move they went back all the way up 
Um, it's just crazy to think about how much has changed within the last 24 hours, just from trade to trade. But yeah, man, Lakers made some moves that I felt like really increased their chances to at least make the playoffs here. Um, I mean, like not even the play in round. I feel like they can get into that top six with this type of roster. It's just a matter of being healthy. I think, man, Vanderbilt is a is a piece that I feel like is was missing for them as far as like someone to replace uh, AD when he's not on the court. Because we always talk about it when AD is on and off the court, the difference in defensive rating, right? Vanderbilt is that guy that could kind of do do both. Uh, what they had earlier with Thomas Bryant, Thomas Bryant only had offense. The other guy that uh, the, the um, I keep forgetting his name, uh, the 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 guy with the braids, the other backup center, Gabriel. he was mainly just defense, right? So now you get someone that can kind of do both uh, with Vanderbilt, um, and that's a I think that's a key piece there. Beasley obviously he was a great addition, and D'Angelo Russell was in a bad spot. He's gonna I feel like he's gonna be happier. I think he 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 was here before, and, and I feel like he didn't really want to leave before either, but he got traded, right? I, I don't know. He'll be it, right. was that, it, obviously, it was that situation, but I, I think he liked where he was to begin with. I don't know. I, I think Lakers can can get there, but um, that's yeah. a good underrated move, though Vanderbilt. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That one didn't stand out, but that's why it's underrated, right? Yeah, no yeah, love for exactly. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mo Bamba can be there too. But I, I, I just like I just like how Vanderbilt can fit in anywhere. In my opinion, that he's he has that type of personality. Uh, Mobamba, obviously, yeah, he's, I mean, obviously a big move too for them, but uh, I'm talking about underrated. I think a lot of people liked <laughs> Mobamba. Um, I saw a tweet from ESPN. It was like, welcome another Lakers big man. It had Shaq, Dwight Howard, and then Mobamba. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huge move there. What do you think about the the Nuggets? Uh, they sold Bones Highland. They, they bought on, on Thomas Bryant. Uh I feel like they missed that. I think they missed I think it, they're going to be an over team. Uh, Thomas, I mean, they're already probably an over team, but Thomas Bryant as the backup, Jokic, he can't defend pick and roll. Yeah. Thomas Bryant cannot defend anything. Yeah. I just feel like they're going to get eight, like all the time on defense. So the thing uh, is, though, they lost Bones Highland. That's a lot of offense off of that bench that they were missing. Yeah. You see, you seen what happened yesterday with no Bones Highland? They struggled, <laughs> bro. I, I did not like that at all. Um, but, yeah. I, oh, the Clippers now. What do you think about the Clippers? They made some great offensive moves. They were struggling offensively. Picked up Bones Highland. Picked up some other guys that, that could put some put the ball in the bucket. Uh, Gordon's back in, in the Clippers uniform as well. What, what do you think about them? They still need a point guard. And they are going to eventually probably go with Russ. That's who Paul George is, you know trying to get them to get his old teammate. And you know how I feel. There's two things. One, you're never going to win anything like a championship as long as Russell Westbrook's on your team. He just does not play winning basketball. I've said this before he was a Laker. I've said this plenty of years back, and it still holds true. Second, Clippers are going to clip. It's as simple as that. They're just not a team that you can trust um, when it gets to the playoffs and all that, all that stuff. It's a team who has guys in and out of the lineup. They don't have that same chemistry, and it's going to hurt once you get to the playoffs. So I don't think they're going to make any noise. So with John Wall out out of the picture, Reggie Jackson now out of the picture as well, um, what do you – who's – are they going to start Bones? Like who who's going to be the starting point guard? I honestly really think Russell Westbrook will be there soon. You think so? 
Uh, hold on, let me send this real quick to to Ski. Um, let me ask Ski, uh, Jay. Yeah, don't send me nothing. I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> Bum. <laughs> uh, did it go through? Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, I just sent uh, I just sent the link to Jay. Uh, anything else, guys? Like, what do you? Uh, any any other stuff that you guys want to talk about here? Um, I actually got to get going, so. All right, Austin. Thanks for popping in here. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Drop your actually drop your officials before you go. Okay, I'll drop my. Oh, so I'm gonna go with the under on the Hornets Celtics two twenty six, under on the Sixers and the Knicks. What's the latest line there? Two twenty three. My guys. What's up? Whatever, what up, Jay? Jay? Austin, Ski, Ronald, Ski. I never seen the smile on your face, boy. Like the other day, boy. Ski was smiling. The whole thing, man. I love, I love to see it. No, no, nah, nah, it wasn't even that. Them getting the – I mean, that was a huge trade for the Lakers, I must say. They put them back in there. Russell, Vanderbilt – people won't talk about Vanderbilt. He could mean a lot to their team defensively. But Russell, yeah. Vanderbilt, Beasley as well, I, I love it. I can't lie. Yeah. I can't lie. <clears throat> so, uh, Austin, real quick, uh, finish yeah. your recap. Sixers, Knicks. Under, yeah, yeah, under 223. Uh, yeah, I'll do the Sun first quarter uh, money line there. Sun's first quarter money line. Six yep, so that's three plays, right? Yep. One, two, three. All right, cool. Hey, All appreciate right. it, Austin. Thanks for popping in today. Yeah. All right, Austin. Guys. All right, Ski, you going to get a triple-double tonight or what? I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later, guys. Later. What, do mean, what do you mean by that, triple-double? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I ain't talking about nothing. Hey Jay, oh, uh, we talking about the oh, he's talking about two oh some girls probably messing around with ski. He's trying to tell uh, some girls. <laughs> we talked about the whole slate today. Well, what are you on today, man? I want to talk about this Mavs game, man. Uh, like I say, it's nothing official for me, but I'm just really I'm I'm really flabbergasted at everybody loving the Kings today, man. I don't I don't understand it. I think mm-hmm. they get blown out. I think the Mavs are being disrespected um, right now. I think the Kyrie to Mavs, no one really knows how big this could possibly be. Um, I think it's going to be a positive for the team uh, when they get Luka back or not. But uh, even it's probably a little better tonight that Luka's not back in there. But it's a phase mm-hmm. spot for the Kings, man. What are they coming off a seven-game road trip? De'Aaron Fox just had a baby as well. This team's got all type of shit. They've been away from home for two weeks. Um, I, this is a horrible spot for the um, – for the uh for the kings in my opinion man yeah the only thing that the only thing that we talked about earlier was more that the 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 mavs started that game off strong with the clippers they scored 41 in the first quarter after that they didn't really show anything uh, i think that this for for me i felt like it was more of a letdown spot on the dallas side off of that first game with Kyrie, kind of kind of coming off of a high right and then now you you expected luca to play now he's not playing there's a lot of stuff going on on that side as well i do get the fact that this is a fade spot on the King side as well, uh, as far as that long road trip and then coming back home. Um, so I mean, it makes sense either way, in my opinion. Um, I don't, I don't think people. The Kings are not the third best team in the West. They're gonna take no, they're a, not. they're gonna uh, take a slide, in my opinion. And if you look at the Mavs, they're what they're a few games back behind them. These two games could literally be huge for the Mavs uh, in climbing up the standings here, in my opinion. I think they treat this game somewhat like a playoff game. It's went up to four. 
I don't agree with it. I think the Mavs covered. A, I think they win the first quarter. Um, I think it's basically going to be the same thing for, for, by the Clippers game. They'll come out, have a hot, a hot start. Kings will be playing from behind. They don't mm-hmm. have enough defense, in my opinion, to win this game. That's just that's just the way I look at it. It's no fanboy shit. It's mm-hmm. uh, simply put, the Mavs have been very lackluster. Like I said, they were trash. But guess what? They got an upgrade from Brunson now. Finally, they got Lucas some help. Uh, I don't think people know the ceiling that the Mavs have now with Kyrie over there. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ski? I think you missed this game when we talked about it. Um, I, Let me just remind myself here. Let me pull back up my sheet. I just don't think – I agree with what he said as far as Sacramento has not been playing defense. They're not really rebounding the ball anymore. I just feel like Sacramento is is – like they were playing good for a while, but now they're starting to go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. And I agree that it's the flat spot first game back after the long road trip. So I wanted to play the Mavs here, but I did think Luka was going to play. I don't like that they're doing that injury manipulation type type shit. But I think it's in our way. I think it's right there. I think it's in our way this time because look, see, I kind of <laughs> like I was saying inside info. I think Luca's playing. I got to thinking about. I'm like, damn, do we really want to bet on the Mavs in their first game with Luca and Kyrie? Although I still think it's gonna work because Kyrie's not gonna be ball dominant. He can know he knows how to play shooting guard, right? He, we they went through the same thing up there in Brooklyn when they had Harden and KD, mm-hmm. and Kyrie knows how to step back and let Luca run the team. All they need is for someone when Luca is off the floor, and that's mm-hmm. why they were so good last year with Brunson. They got Kyrie now. He's even taller than Brunson um, as well. So he's not that much of a defensive liability. But Kyrie is a championship style type of player. And what Ski's saying, I think the Kings may have peaked too early, guys. This that's what when teams that um like a team like the Kings yep. that had make the playoffs, they don't know that you don't want to play too good early in the season. You look at the Clippers, <laughs> what did what did they do? They came out ass, um, not no chemistry, but I think they were doing it on purpose. The Clippers know that they need to peak at the right time. Um, and I think the Kings may have maybe have peaked too early i think the mavs win this game i think they're gonna win both games versus the kings but this is the spot if you're gonna win one of these games i don't think they have a letdown um i think this team is excited right now with Kyrie, and i think this is a king's face spot here yeah i think we were we we're also looking towards the under a lot of things pointed to the under especially with how the kings have been playing both offensively defensively and on pace too uh and then also like like i said earlier the reason why I thought the Kings would take it was because of a letdown spot here for the Mavs. So even if both teams kind of struggle offensively, then the under might be the look uh, in in my in that in that sense. Um, yeah, I, I to be honest, I did take the Kings plus one uh, earlier, right before the the Luca news. Uh, so maybe maybe if it gets to like four four and a half to five points, maybe just go the other way because I, I think the last time I saw it wasn't it at four. I feel like it was just at four. It's at four, man. That it's at four high. right now. Yeah, it's at four. I'm taking so Mavs. To me, that's I'm taking five Mavs plus four. It's just what I'm doing. And money line. No offense yeah. to you, Ronald, but I'm taking no, no, money no. line. I took it, I took it purely we talked about this game. We talked about this game last night. You already know how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, t- I know. This, this is the game that I, I just took it purely because the book was slow. It was at plus one when everyone else is already at minus two and a half. You know what right. I mean? So I took that, and if it continues to go in that direction, maybe – I don't mind just losing the juice with a chance to just, you know, double up. You know what I mean? Like, or, or just bet half of the unit to, to get half of it back either way, you know, money, um, yeah, whichever you t- side at is. this point you could take money line yeah. for the Mavs if you wanted to buy out or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I always say, man, everybody likes the Kings, Ronald. Everybody I've been talking to like the Kings. So maybe y'all know something I don't, but yeah. uh, maybe I know something that the people don't know about the Mavs too, though. Nah, I got you. Uh, did you see anything else that you like today? 
Man, it's actually a lot to like. I think the Raptors are in a good spot today. First quarter, full game. Um, and I just don't I don't understand how how we don't not now the Sixers have been playing well the past couple of games, but if Embiid plays, we know quick revenge fight. Um, I mean the Sixers should get this game done. They were up by double digits versus the Knicks the first game, got outscored by 10 in the fourth quarter of that one, if I'm not mistaken. No, maybe it wasn't their game. It wasn't their game, but they they did lose their game in the fourth quarter um versus the 76. I think the Sixers are the better team. Uh, I think they get it done. Yeah, they got outscored 32 to 18 in that fourth mm-hmm. quarter on Sunday. So quick revenge spot for the Sixers. I think they turn it up here. Got it. All right. Well, I don't I think what were we looking at on that one, Ski? Was it the under, right? It was under. Uh, no? Knicks. Under was more of a, the consensus, and I like the Knicks. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, it's good. Keep going up, Ski. So, hey, wait till the last minute. I already <laughs> bet it. It's all right. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's get on to the. I got six and a half, though. It's still six and a half. Okay. Ski, drop your drop your officials here, or or anything you want to drop for the the viewers here. Well, I'll t- I'll do like this, just because I don't like going on shows and giving the same shit to every show i already did a show earlier and i gave out the picks that i made earlier this morning so i give out the other picks that i added since then and they'll be uh we talked about them here on this show it's gonna be houston plus 12 houston and miami over 219 and a half okc in portland i'm gonna put that one in too it's uh 230 it's under 227 so those are my additions that i made uh and we talked about pretty much all of them here. Yeah. Uh, I do like – I think I'm probably going to rock with you guys on that uh, Sixers-Knicks under. Uh, I do like the the Suns-Pacers under as well. Uh, the only thing that I feel like uh, uh, for sure that I'm going to bet right after the show, I actually really do like the Bucks here. I, that, that's a spot that I really like. I, I'm going to fade the Clippers. Um, uh, I also like the the heat overlook that you guys had. I'm probably going to stay away from the uh, – you made some good, good uh, points for the – the the Rockets there, but I think I'm gonna stay away from the side. Mavs Kings under, I do like that one. Um, man, I, I still want to get on the Pistons some way. Like the team total over probably might, might be the way to go, or just yeah, probably the team total over. Uh, I also like the Pelicans. Man, there's just so much shit to like, but it's like, <laughs> what the fuck do you want to get? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want to get to the people here? Like, Fake. you can't give them all, right? It's, I don't know, man. I've... It's fast because you, you give out two plays and then like you have link, you have the right looks on them or all the games. Yeah. And then you say, all right, I'm going to go with these two. And then even if they go one and one, it's still, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People still like, like yesterday, Jay, game. like yesterday on that magic yep. game, I was like, I'm going to take the over, but right. I can't talk you off the magic team total or the magic. Those mm-hmm. fuckers hit. And then the, uh, and then they didn't go over the full game. So I was like, fuck, you know, what can you the, do? The magic um, was easy there, bro. Fuck. Yeah. But yeah, so. All those that I talked about were leans. The Bucks is the one that I, I, I'm about to place right now. I, I feel like I, that's the, the way that I'm going to go. The other ones, I'm going to do a little bit more research on. But, yeah, I mean, we broke it down. Uh, you saw the screens. You saw the trends, all the angles that we talked about on the show. So, uh, really, you know, I typically end like this is, you know, whether or not you fade us or follow us, it's on you guys to make that call. We just want to provide that information for you guys. You know what I mean? Um and you guys, you guys do what you want with it. I mean, this is the free stuff that we do. You know, we're just giving out information. Um, yeah, anything else to drop before you guys? We cut out Ski or Jay. You guys don't want to promote anything? You guys got any, any shows coming up? Everything I do is on Twitter right there at Ski Profit, man. Jay? 
yeah, I'm I'm taking a break from social media right now, man. But uh, I'll give you the pro- and I don't even know if I'm gonna do the shows tomorrow, man. I'm just I'm just taking a break right now, man. But top looks for me uh, today. Top three games, favorite games would be the Sixers. There, I do think they covered the first quarter and full game. Could be a, a Sixers trifecta spot. The Raptors, same thing. Could be a, a like them first quarter and full game. Should be a trifecta spot for the Raptors. Same thing with the Mavs. I like them first quarter and full game. Should be a trifecta spot for the Mavs. Other game that have small leans on Pacers full game. Um, I wouldn't suggest betting that Spurs Pistons game, man. Definitely not. Both teams sitting at 14 wins. Stay off this yeah, shit. Really, man, but... There's like nobody on the fucking Spurs right now. There's literally yeah, nobody yeah. playing on that team. I just feel like you never know which team wants to lose it more, but it's definitely looked like it's been the Spurs. <laughs> no, in all honesty, man, this the tank. Who wants to tank it more? But their Rockets and Heat game, I do lean the over. I think it's gonna be plenty of points in that game, even though the total's coming down. I do lean Wolves, um, and then I lean Blazers and I lean Clippers, guys. It's just how I'm looking at it. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Shout out to Ski J for popping in here. Austin as well. He was in here earlier, dropping his officials, helping us break down the game. Shout out to the chat. Uh, you guys brought in some great trends, talked about some games as well uh, that you guys liked. Uh, so obviously, I-, I love when you guys share your information because some of the things we miss up here, you guys are able to point out uh, in the chat and we can look that up too as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, man, this is the this is the way that we end the show, whether you fade us or follow us. It is on you guys to make that call. Good luck with all your action. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>